now listening to the Seventh Rounders. All right, we are back. I believe it's episode 110. Chad out for the week. Guy just decided to golf like, I swear to God, like three days straight. I don't know. He just couldn't make time for it this week. But yeah, he really, I, he really gave us no detail behind the scenes. Uh, we were like, Chad, you've like Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. He's like. Yeah, just best to go without me. I might be golfing. Like, like we don't do it after dark. Like, where is he golfing? Where is he? What side of the country is he on? He goes what straight he told from us? the – he plays, like, 18 over and over until it gets dark, and then he goes to Top Golf for the night. I feel are like Top Golf has, like – Are you being serious? No, no, I'm making that oh up. Oh, my goodness. I would have so many blisters forever. I would have blisters for the rest of my life if I did that. Yeah, but, uh, but it's all right. Is, I was going to say, you go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, we, we, pray, we replaced him with a better, more intelligent person in Matt Marzula. Extra fitting because the Packers have been just buzzing all day, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Green but, Bay uh, Packers sideline reporter Matt Marzula. But real quick, <laughs> before he goes, I just want to say without Chad, it's a much more baritone level uh, yes. show this week. We're getting away from the tenor. I looked up, I spent five to eight minutes looking up this shit so I would say it right, and I did say it right. Bass is highest, I don't know if we're there, but we're baritone at least. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to start at the beginning, and it's, it's this guy Adam Schefter, alright? So, the full timeline, he drops the first tweet basically on the eve of the NFL draft. No, on, on the day of the NFL, on the like day of the draft. hours before. When it comes out that Rodgers, you know, has some beef with the Packers. Then he decides to drop the fact that Rodgers turned down, like, the biggest contract ever. I believe it was the literally the night of or the day after the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship. And and it was old news. That it was, was an old report. Like, Even yeah. Tony Kornheiser shit on him, Yeah. like, that day. So either he really hates, uh, you know, that area of Milwaukee – or I don't know what his timing is. And then today he comes out. Well, back up real quick. Last Earlier this week, it, or last week, it came out that sports books were taking odds down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rodgers is retiring, which is just absolute nonsense. But today it comes out, Aaron Sch- Adam Schefter saying that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers came to some sort of an agreement. Uh there's a lot of things to unpack in it, but essentially the year of 2023, which is Rogers last year has been voided with no loss of money. It has allowed the Packers to have more cap space this season. And it's rumored that Rogers is essentially going to decide where he plays next year, but he still has to be traded. So I'll turn it over to Matt because he's probably been reading up on it a lot more. But it was just a ton of information to take in at once. A lot of uh, they they were messing with the fine print for some time, I imagine. So, pretty much like it sounds like it's voided for the final year, and then um, he is going to play out this year and then make a decision after this year on whether or not things changed enough to his satisfaction on whether or not he wants to play there again. So he could very well just say, um, yeah, I want to stay. So let's run it back or maybe agree on a new deal or just trade me, uh, just depending on, you know, what he's feeling at the time, which I mean, honestly, it's the best case scenario for green Bay. Apparently Schefter said he wasn't even going to show up as of like four days ago. He was like going to just hold out the whole year. So, I mean, we got him. We got our guy for the year, which is good. I mean, we go from who knows with Jordan Love to probably a top three team in the NFC. Um, I'm excited. At the same time, I did lose a lot of respect for the guy. I always knew he was kind of like, you know, hard to deal with and bit of a jerk but you know it's just tough when you're in the since the night of the draft you're just in in the dark on what's going on you have no idea he's posting photos he posted the last dance thing um if i had to guess he's probably out after this year i think green bay wants it that way too i think they want one more run um with him and then 
hand the keys over to the young buck, but what are you going to do? I mean, I have my thoughts on the whole way it was reported, et cetera. Adam Schefter was on NFL saying like, um, they've lost him. He's never playing for them again. Meanwhile, here we are. So as you guys probably saw on my Twitter, that guy stinks. Uh, very, very opinionated on him. It just feels like he, he would tweet some stuff that was just old news just to get his name back out there talking about it. And he keeps saying it wasn't about the money, which I guess it wasn't. But as if that, like, makes him right about the whole situation, which he obviously he's the top insider in around football. But, hey, we're here. I don't have to take the fat head off the wall until 2022, probably. Let's run it back. There, and like I've been telling John for the last couple of days, dude, uh, one thing left to do, and that's just win it all, have, a, have just a revenge tour, win the whole thing, and go from there. Do you think if they win, he's more likely to come back? I think it depends. They're just like, in, they have no money. Um, that's the problem. So his deal, it's like restructuring a lot. So like now Adam, they already reported that the Packers and Adams are going to talk again and like try and work out a deal. And he wants to come back because they just didn't have the money to do it without addressing the Rogers situation. Um, so I think maybe like that, I think it's, it's funny how they left like an extra year on his contract still, instead of voiding like both of them, they voided only the one year. So I think he definitely like has the option and maybe it's like a, We'll see if love develops into, like, what we think. And, like, a small part of me thinks, like, oh, this whole thing was just so he can, you know, come back, be an MVP this year, say he wants to come back in 2022, play at an, at an MVP level, and then just be like, okay, we can't, like, get rid of this guy. And he's always said he wants to stay in Green Bay, but I don't know. It's just – we're so it's a, it's a different franchise. I think, I think he's one year and maybe done, but – if he wants to come back for two, I'm not. I'm not going to say no. I mean, I just want them to prioritize. Like, Adams needs to get re-signed. It's just disgusting if they don't re-sign him, uh, especially if you have a rookie quarterback. Um, but look, I, I don't know. They're in. They're in cap hell right now. I think they were last in the league in available cap space. Um. So we'll see what happens. I know I went off on a tangent there, but. Well, I think the. Uh... The important part of keeping him for 2022 is that the Packers can still trade him yeah. instead of just letting him walk. Which exactly. Is, uh, that was never going to happen. Yeah, I can't imagine Rodgers was too happy that – he probably wanted both years voided if I had to guess, but ultimately he was had to come to some sort of agreement. It, dep- like it, it depends to me because I think he's giving them a year to like prove it to him. Um, but there's no way that he would have, there's no way that Green Bay ever would have been like, yeah, like let's, let's void both years and then we get absolutely nothing for you. Like they would have, they would have traded him like today if that were the case. Like there's just no shot. And also like the whole thing to me, it always seemed like the only outcome was that he was coming back because you don't drop that and like, let this be known in April. Like that's not the time you get traded. It just made, none of it made sense ever to me that's why I was like I I have no the only time I ever thought he was not coming back was when I was watching Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk was like does that look like a guy that's going to sit out and I was like he's definitely going to do he's going to sit out just because you're saying he's not just to like screw with everybody's friggin' head but yeah I mean I think I think one two years is all he's got left but um I think they all. I think the organization knows too. There's just with all the money, expiring contracts can be a huge change. Question. Yes. Sideline correspondent, Packers fan, Matt Marzula. And was, uh, uh, as well, throw that out there. Say again. Uh, shareholder as well. Shareholder. Okay. Shareholder meeting was today. We can get to that after my question. Um, yeah. Was Brett Favre? He had two years, and then Rodgers took over after he was drafted, right? Does history repeat itself? Oh, three? Okay. Yeah. Okay, history might not repeat itself quite. I thought it was two. The difference was, the difference was, is Favre wanted, Favre was, like, contemplating retirement, and he wanted to be in Green Bay. Rodgers doesn't really, I don't think, want to play for. Right. I think he, like, in a perfect world, it was like he wants to be in Green Bay, but not with, like, Murphy and Gudikins. But I think it's more Murphy than Gudikins. That guy's, Murphy's just a jerk. 
Um, right. But the, like the sad part is like they have a good team. He's done a good job as a general manager. It's just like he's obviously an ass and mishandled the situation so poorly, so poorly. Um, like I, I still stand by the draft pick. He wasn't playing that well, and like that's fine if you want to draft. But like, how do you not tell the guy he's getting drafted or a quarterback's yeah. getting drafted? That is so terrible. Yeah. It's like it's such a joke. I do think to uh, to Adam Schefter point, he loves getting his name out there. Yeah, you know, and that's the big events. To. It's like uh, it's like a skit now. Every time there's a big event, he's gonna tweet something. Yeah. He tweets yeah, about like, like yeah, he'll, he'll just randomly break like NBA news. That's like, yeah. Kind I of think I like I like rap sheet more than him now. Yeah. For sure. Easily. He's his tone on the whole thing was so different from the start too. He he was he came yeah. out he's like I don't know if it's like that which apparently like I think it was as bad as Schefter was reporting but like I don't know he was like he was almost pushing for it just because he wanted his story to be right from the jump like he all of a sudden like like last week he's like okay maybe he'll be back for a year but the whole time he's like they lost him and I was just like this guy sucks like he can't even watch that's what that was the Man, worst Schefter's also got a big old like. I think he's got like a god complex these days too. I'm just yeah. Listen, I knew Schefter was a was a weirdo. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I think it was my junior year of college. I was watching uh whatever the es what is it Sunday NFL countdown whatever's before yeah. the uh the Sunday slate of games on ESPN. And it's a it's on 9/11. So they're doing a 9/11 tribute, and Schefter's narrating this whole thing about how this guy passed away and like how this new father came into the family's life. He ended up being the father. He was narrating the story of the like ex-husband's death. I was like, uh, I, I turned my room. I was like, this is one of the strangest things I've ever watched. If you haven't seen it, you can definitely find it on YouTube. It is actually outrageous. Like one of the weirdest segments I've ever watched. I've never seen that. Yeah, that is crazy. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing was just a fucking roller coaster. Excuse my language, but. It's been hell. I couldn't even enjoy the draft. Like, especially when you're the only fan of the team around that most people know. It's like when the news <laughs> broke, I had more tweets and texts than I had in like the year of 2021 so far. And it just continues throughout like the last four months. So I'm so happy it's over with for now. Um, can't wait to do it all again after this season. So that'll be tremendous. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy he's back for the. The year two, whatever they figure out, let's go win. That's all. That's I have a all couple fine final questions. Number yeah. one, do you think they would have drafted differently had they known he was playing? I mean, they didn't take a quarterback, per se, in this year's mm. draft, but. I mean, no. Um, so my thing is, like, they needed a center. They got one in the second round. And he's probably going to start right away. They really needed a coin corner opposite of Jair because King is just not good. And the rest of the guys are like not very good either. Um, I think that was probably their biggest need. And then you could say wide receiver center. Like I'm not as big as a big, like everyone says like, Oh, they need a weapon. Like I think they're, I mean, they had the number one in offensive football. I think they needed a guy who they, like who they got Mari Rogers. who can play the slot and catch like a five yard out and, you know, pick up, five, 10 yards after a five yard out route or something like that. Um, I don't know. That's so hard to say. I think they always figured he was probably going to come back because they were just never going to trade him like ever. Yeah. I think they would rather him sit out than trade him a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough situation. And then my, uh, what was my, my second question? I'm blanking on my second question. I, I have a question I just that. thought of. Go ahead, John. Take, Matt, take what is your – outside of the quarterback situation and all that shit, what's your most intriguing camp matchup, camp battle that you're going to be looking for for the Green Bay Packers here? Wow. Well, you know, um, this is why I do the deep dives on Twitter, JC. Um, what a question, yeah? Yeah, it's a great question. So it's going to be – it's not really a battle, but um, – we did lose Corey Lindsley. Bakhtiari's hurt right now. I don't know if he's going to be ready week one, so there's going to be some shuffling on the O-line. Uh, we have Elton Jenkins um, coming back. Uh, Billy Turner's there. So, And then we drafted about three or four O-linemen. So um, it's going to be interesting. 
yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where everyone plays. Lucas Patrick as well. And then uh, corner as well. Uh, they re- I don't know why. They re-signed Kevin King um, to a year deal. I think it's more so as probably just like someone who knows a defense. Um, you can never have too many. Yeah, that's what I mean. Bad. He's he's like, obviously he had like a nightmare of a NFC Championship game, but he's not awful. Um, he's just he's just starting corner. Correct me if I'm wrong too. Didn't he play day. more in the slot until last year? Yeah, he, like he tackles too is the thing. He's just, I, I mean, I I, I I I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, like 2019 or or. Yeah, 2019, he led the team in picks. He had a pretty solid year. This year, he had no picks and was just, like, not not very good. So, um, But I think Stokes is going to actually be pretty solid at corner. And I hope um, the kid Josh Jackson, who was an All-American of Iowa, who they picked in the second round after Jair, can do something. He can't even see the field. Uh, he must not be very good, but there's always that hope. So, My other it's question was... Is there any part of you afraid that Rodgers isn't actually going to show up to camp? Or you think it's a done deal at this point? Uh, I don't think I don't think he's going to be there tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, so when I well, first saw the report. Well, if he's not there tomorrow, you know it's going to start up again. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Wrong. <laughs> no, no. So Rappaport, when he first tweeted it, I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, this is just what everyone's been saying for like four months. And then like the whole contract thing came out. So I think it's definitely going to happen. Um, but that, that would just be like demoralizing. <laughs> like, and especially like all the books too, like shifted all the odds from them. Like now they're like, I think like a top four Super Bowl team in terms of odds or something. But I, I literally would, I, that would be like the worst case scenario of my life. Like it has been miserable being a Packers fan for like four months. Like I can't even enjoy like, like, any of the rookies that got picked, I was like, all right, whatever. Still, my quarterback wants to friggin' leave. Then, like, Devonte happened Friday. I was like texting my like John and Ace and Dan. I was like, I'm gonna jump out of a window today. It's <laughs> like this is so miserable. But yeah, here we are. God, I hope he shows up. Yeah. Part of me thinks the whole off season he just wanted to screw with Schefter. He would totally do something like that too. He's just a weirdo, dude. He's like a jerk. <laughs> I lost like I don't know. I always knew he was obviously like a jerk, but I don't. I lost. I think I lost a lot of respect for him. I mean, I'm still rooting for him. He's still a tremendous football player. So let's right. let's do it. But is he still like just, uh, excommunicated from his family? Is that still a thing? I who knows, dude. He's looking forward to I, Jeopardy I'm, next I'm, year after the uh, 2021 season. They named a new guest host for Jeopardy today, right before the report came out. Oh, yeah, really? Perfect. I didn't see that. Uh, recognize his name, but he's in Star Trek. Um, any closing thoughts on the Packers map? I have a question for you, John. Uh, 2022 rolls around, um, and Tua is not the guy. Are they inquiring for one Aaron Rodgers? No, really. I would say, really, if Tua is not the guy, they would not inquire about him. Oh, they would inquire. I just don't feel like they, they would end up getting him. I don't think that that would happen. I, I do, I do want to talk about Watson. Uh, did you say inquire or acquire initially? Inquire, but I think like they'd be – I thought a, you said acquire. I don't no, think they'll no. acquire him. I think they'll if I'm him, sure. If I'm him, um, that's – screw Denver, dude. I'd go to Miami in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean – Philly's been rumored a lot for Watson, too. For Watson, I, yeah. yeah. I was saying Rodgers for Miami. Oh, for Rodgers. Yeah. I saw something today that people think Rodgers might uh, end up in New England in 2023, which would be my absolute oh, nightmare. Good. There. No way. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he wants to go somewhere where he's, like, going to be in a shadow, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like uh, with, even with Denver, he like, he's not – he'll go there because it's, like, Elway was so long ago. Um, and then Manning was like so brief, you know, like he won, but it wasn't him who won. So I, uh, I am in on Tua though. I, I'm all in on the Tua train. 
So, well, I, I wanted to pivot one of the a few. little bit. I, I thought you guys were talking about Watson because it has been rumored that Miami and Philly have both been inquiring about Watson, who just similar to Rodgers, out of the blue, decided he's coming to training camp, which I can't blame him because he want to get fined. Yeah, he was going to be losing 50k a day. And it, it sounds like the most likely scenario is that he shows up and gets put on the commissioner's exempt list, so then he can still get paid, but he doesn't have to practice. But there's 22 open cases still in civil court. None are criminal, and I guess Watson doesn't want to sign an NDA to settle it because he wants to be able to tell his side of the story. So that's probably not going to get resolved this year. If he's not on the exempt list, and he's at training camp. What do you do as the Texans? Like, are you just letting him run reps with like the second team? <laughs> like that that franchise I, I don't the Packers know. thing might have been bad. That franchise is an absolute dumpster fire. So I saw the funniest thing today, and it was like some guy tweeted, and he was just like, "I finally figured it out." If Aaron Rodgers, it, it, it was talk about what you were saying. Like, what if he just didn't show up after all this? It's like just trade him to Houston for Deshaun Watson. Just like. Let them have fun with that situation. Like, that'd be so funny. But regardless, like, I don't know what they do. I have no idea. I guess you just, like, have him take second team reps so he doesn't get hurt if he's, like – because I guess now they're going to trade him. They're, like, willing to listen to it. I guess. But if you're you're another team, do you trade for him? Like, you have no idea if he's playing or not. It seems like he hasn't been in trouble yet. You said they're all in civil court. Yeah, there's not a single criminal case. There's 22 so they're just cases. So it's going to get settled. He might get like four games, but it's like this is what happened with Big Ben, isn't it? Obviously, it wasn't like 10 cases, but like still. Yeah, but I guess the they wanted to settle already, but Watson refuses to have an NDA. So he wants to talk about it, and then the other side wants the NDA. Because there's something fishy going on on one side or the other in that whole thing. Because like literally nothing's been reported on it for months. Yeah. I don't know. I really have no clue. I feel like he's probably not going to play another down with the Texans. <laughs> no. I mean. But here's the only way I do it. If I'm like the doll, if they, if they, if they're asking prices like a third round pick, I do it. No brainer. But there's no way they're going to just give him up for like. No, not, no shot. They said they wanted, they yeah. said they wanted like three firsts. I saw. Yeah. You, but you can't justify doing that. You have no idea what his career is going to be like. Like, but if, if you're were to come out, yeah. But if 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 he if it's all settled and say he gets four games for this year, would you trade for him if you're the Dol- like yes. Dolphins? Like, not a yeah. The I Eagles, guess the Dolphins, yes. The Eagles, yes. Fins, it's like it's either you you ride out with Tua and like figure out if he's the guy, or you get a surefire like MVP candidate who you could probably win with. You know what I mean? So that's like, that's just, and I'm not saying that just to like talk about John's team, but that's like a team that people keep linking him to or like Denver too. Yeah. Poor Drew Locke. That guy's, he's out next he year for sure. He, probably, he might not even start this year. Actually, I forgot they got Bridgewater. Yeah. He sucks too though. So. John, what do you think? Would you trade for Watson? No, I don't care for for Watson due to the baggage that he comes with at the current time. I I just there's you can't do that right now. In my opinion, like if if we move to it for him or whatever, like if any, if that scenario were to play out, I'd be so upset. Yeah, that that's very weird. But like, I don't know. I guess the the hopefully I'm assuming the Texans know more about the situation than the general public, and Deshaun obviously knows more about it, so. We'll see. I don't know when they report to training camp. I think sometime next week, maybe later this Ooh, week. Who, the, the Texans? Yeah. I think he already reported today. That was the buzz. And he just wasn't on the field? Well, I think it was, like, just the report day, and then apparently he was, like, respectful, but he was just like, yeah, like, look, I, I don't plan on playing <laughs> here. I'm just here. Like, I'll go through the motions pretty much. That poor new head coach too. It's probably the it's the, one of the worst rosters I've seen since I've been alive. And two, oh yeah, yeah, it's he terrible. Has no idea what's going on with the quarterback. It's absolutely terrible. Who's the new coach? Cully or something. Nick something. Nick Cully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Cully maybe. David Cully sounds oh, right. Yeah. I think that's that's, right. that's that's a bad organization. <laughs> yeah, that's um, not good. Any. We can move to Gamecock football, and that could be the last thing here for Mr. Marzula to touch on. 
Where yeah. do you think? You know, we say three and nine a lot in the group chats. <laughs> do we actually think it's going to be that bad? No, I think. What do they play this year? How many games? Twelve. Maybe like five hundred ish. Oh, a little bit under. Because be we a have great like season for you guys, six and six. We have year. we we have three gimmies. We play like Western Carolina or someone. Who do we open with, John? Eastern Illinois. Eastern yeah. Illinois, and then like CU, and then SEC. Yeah, I I I mean. So we got to start two now, absolutely. Their yeah. over-under for SEC wins is two and a half. We figure they can beat Vandy. I'm thinking <laughs> six and six, and I'm just saying that without looking at the schedule. So I also want to bring up, I saw it in the, in the Twitter sphere. Your, your new coach, was it? It's Shane Beamer, Shane Beamer correct? Yes. He uh, recreated the famous, like, Spurrier picture. Got, yeah, it got a lot. Got a huge mixed review. I'm assuming you guys appreciated it. I I loved it. I mean, oh, I, I loved it. What do you mean mixed uh, review? I've only seen good things. I've only seen very very glowing positives. I think the Gamecock haters were out and about. Shocker. Wow. I mean, I'm one of them normally, but shocker. It's all your Clemson fans that just are always in the Gamecocks. Anything mentions because they were so constantly in their heads at all times. I don't know why. Tweeted us. <laughs> I don't know why. John, John, mean, said, John said this when Beamer got hired. He thinks it's by year three you need to see an 8-9 win team. Yeah. Is your timeline similar? Yeah, three, four, something around there, I think. I mean, he's got the – he's getting, a, like, an unbelievable recruiting class for, I guess, next year, the year after maybe. Um I like really look at it like like I was just looking at their schedule, right? They here are four games that they should win off the bat: Eastern Illinois, then they play East Carolina, and then October second they play Troy, and then they play they also play Vandy somewhere in there, I think. Oh, maybe they don't play Vandy. Oh yeah, they do October sixteenth. So that's four. If if those aren't four wins, we got a problem. <laughs> and then you throw in like Kentucky, Tennessee. Missouri and you can win one of those and maybe you sneak in like a Auburn Florida win but it, I mean I think like five wins is real I think that's a great year for them if they win five if they win five games what's the quarterback room looking like I don't know they can play, <laughs> they can play me out there they're gonna run the ball every play I'm not they have Luke like Doty. Kevin Harris they have yeah, Zaquandre right, uh, White and then Marshawn Lloyd, who I always call Marshawn Lattimore still for some reason. But they have three, like, really good running backs. So I, I, if I'm them, I, I just run read options every player, like the wishbone. I wouldn't even get in the shotgun formation. <laughs> John, who is playing wide out? I have no idea. I don't really know. Yeah, no, I don't really know. <laughs> you lost the one good wide out you had last year, right? Shy Smith graduated. Yeah. yeah, he went to a he went to the Panthers. I yeah, think. I mean, yeah. I, the yeah, defense the defense can't be worse than they were last year, right? I mean, it's almost statistically um, impossible. Yeah, they'll be better. No, I, I really like the coaching staff. They've recruited their asses off. Um, top sixteen right now, I think for twenty twenty two. We'll see how they do X's and O's here before too long. I'm just excited that it's about a month away. Finally. Yeah, and then uh, sticking with the SEC, last thing I wanted to ask you two about, big news, obviously, is Texas OU, Oklahoma, apparently uh, are trying to come to the SEC, and I guess it's 2025 when their media rights expire in the Big 12. Any thoughts on that? That's a long way away. I don't care for it. Until now. Yeah. But, um, I mean – just like it kind of stinks that it's like it almost feels like it's going to go from like a five conference, like power five, to like power four almost. I don't know. Feels like it's going to yeah. be a big shift to follow. I'm um, pretty unhappy due to the uh, the uncertainty and the disbalance of power that's about to happen for yeah. a while. Just don't know what's going to happen. So I'm not happy about it. We'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm mad about it too because I, I think it's going to turn into like just 
it might come to like two mega conferences at some point. It's gonna suck. The, the like ACC Pac-12 yeah. are barely hanging around. ACC is literally just Clemson right now. It's a joke, yeah. Clemson, if they just like keep getting like recruits like they have, even if like they're a team where like say o- like Oklahoma every year feels like they're always a top four team or something, and then they just get smoked in the playoff, like. Clemson has an automatic bid to the playoff every year because, like, they're not going to play anybody, and they're just Clemson now, so everyone's going to rank them, like, top six every year. That's yeah. how bad the ACC is. It's, like, horrendous. And then the Pac-12, you get, like, one team that's in the discussion, and they lose to, like, yeah. Washington State and then they, single year. Yeah, and then they end up, like, 10-3 and three in the Rose Bowl, literally. It's the same shit every year. Yeah, I, don't I saw – has been struggling yeah. too outside of Ohio State. It's the SEC's carrying all of Big college Ten, Yeah, they always have like one school. Like a couple years ago, it was Wisconsin. I remember they ended up losing Ohio State to even like get in. Um, Michigan State was in the playoff like four or five years ago. Washington is what? That's Pac-12, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh-huh. but those teams get smoked in the like those are yeah teams that you know aren't winning their playoff game. I know. It's it's just like. That's that's the thing with the play. Like that's why I kind of want to see it go to like twelve teams. Is that also is that ever happening? What's the deal with that? I have no idea. I think it's off the table. Well, it's like gonna this year. They don't. It's undefined timeline. Yeah. I think that the uh, this es. I saw this on Twitter. I think it was Barstool, but ESPN seems to be maybe behind the scenes controlling all this shit from a media perspective. Maybe. They're taking this will ruin the Big Twelve, which was Fox. So yeah. eliminate competition there. The Longhorn Network's been a total failure, so they can get rid of that with uh, Texas and Oklahoma going to SEC. And yeah. they already have they already have ACC Network, Pac twelve yeah. network, and SEC Network. College football playoff. I mean, geez, I fucking hate it. It's a monopoly. ESPN is monopoly, and they're ESPN not even sucks, their content dude. stinks too. It's the worst. Oh it's my brutal. god, so brutal. So but. I think the the only hope I have from this is that like they're like the program that like Cincinnati has right now could be a power five team with Luke Fickle. I hope to God it finally makes Notre Dame join a goddamn conference. I am so yeah. sick of that team being independent and crying about not getting into the playoff or not getting any respect when they literally play like Army Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like big rivalry games like Michigan and USC, who both suck right now. USC's all right, I guess. Michigan. I hate, God I awful. hate Michigan so much, dude. I can't stand that school. I can't believe they extended Harbaugh. That, that's a whole another discussion. But I really do think it's going to just be the Big Ten absorbing like Iowa State and the other decent Big 12 yeah. programs. And then I guess TCU – and a couple other teams already reached out to the Pac-12, so the Big 12 is definitely dead. It sucks, dude. It's just, like, that's the beauty of college football is, like, having these conferences. And, like, like I love Big Noon on Saturdays. Like, it's so hype at, like, 12 o'clock. It's so much fun. And then, like, if that's dead, I don't know what I'm going to do. What, the I, what the other thing is the Big 12 is very good at basketball. I mean, they had the national champ last year, and that's just – would yeah, that look do you think? Is that going to affect, like, is that for all sports? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can just be in, unless you're Notre Dame, who's, like, uh, that's what I was gonna say, but yeah. the SEC for everything. But I think they're moving all of their programs to the SEC if that happens, so. Notre Dame not being in anything is such a joke. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's, like, such a joke. Whatever. I mean, I'm, I, I, I like both schools. I like Texas. I like Oklahoma. Um, I get. I just like. Does, does it even help? I guess it's gonna help them a ton. That yeah, but still, I don't know. I just feel college football is gonna be headed for like a major shift in conferences, etc. The other thing is, if that happens, you're gonna have SEC teams with like three losses getting in the playoff. Yeah. Which, it's bad. It's bad for the Carolina Gamecocks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not great for them. John, we might get relegated, dude. <laughs> relegated or regulated? There's some They're talk that if the ACC absorbs programs, that BC is going to be, like, in trouble for staying there. So, I feel that. Are the Eagles going to be ranked this year to start or no? 
Uh, I think I think I saw that we were preseason like I want to say like thirtieth or thirty first in some poll. We'll, we'll be. We'll, I think we'll get up to like fifteen at some point, and then depending like, on how the Clemson game goes, we'll either drop out or keep going up. Yeah, as is per usual. They were solid last year. Yeah, I mean we're on the upward trend. Uh, new coach can go a long way. So if you like Beamer. It's all about the culture, you know? Like That's he's, that's he's the thing with him. Good. Like I don't know if he's gonna be like a good X and O's guy, I have no clue. Um, but it, like you could just tell like the program is so like invigorated when he got hired, like he cares so much. It brings a great positive yeah. to the program that was missing. It was just like didn't, didn't seemed they like have before some is alum like a, that got cut off too. Didn't some alum like not they weren't on good terms with some of the alumni so, on, like, good teams. Yeah. It was like after J.C. Horn quit, and then um, Muschamp like got fired or whatever. So, like it was like a back and forth, and it's a whole mess. Yeah, it was a mess. It was like so stupid because it's but like, it's wow. been cleaned up with how Beamers yeah. come in, so it's very exciting times. I think I think we're gonna be really 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 good in three years or so, maybe yeah. right before Texas Oklahoma join. And who knows, dude? Maybe they'll be shitty. You never know. It's a cyclical world, other than Alabama always being good and close. I don't know how you, I don't know how you can't be excited at this point. Like, Muschamp was such a failure. Honestly, I yeah. hated it from the start. I never liked it. Yeah. It's like even you hired Searcy, even even old Searcy's getting on board with Beamer. I think, dude. Yeah. He hated oh, that. Really? Yeah. Like Chris. All right. Yeah. Um, any other burning topics other than I guess maybe the you know the the Bucks, Matt, your lifelong fan, and the the Bucks just won a title. Okay. My uh, that was my, a while ago at this point, so we don't need to dwell on it too much. My four-year uh, fandom, I've watched about twenty-eight games total. Yes. Yeah, I just I just feel good for Giannis. It's hard. I'm so happy guy. for him. Yeah. He's so hyped. That was an awesome game too. Um, I just root for him because they're associated with the great state of Wisconsin. So. And Rogers is what a minority owner. Yeah, I mean, I never had a I never had a basketball team, and in college, um. Like everyone, a lot of my buddies are like big basketball fans. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to root for the Bucks because they're in Wisconsin. And then here came Giannis. And I was like, oh, this is probably a bad look, but whatever. For a while, like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I didn't think they were going to win anything. I I was like, this guy can't win a big game. Like, he can't. Crazy how it's like Chris Paul was great the first two games. Suns are up 2 0 and then just like disappeared. (laughs) Same. Was never seen again after game two. Yeah, I mean, Giannis is honestly pacing to be, like, a top-ten player ever after that win. Like, that was such a monumental achievement for him, especially to do it the way he did it with a 50-point closeout. Top-ten ever. That's wild. He's tracking that way. I mean, he's in, like, rarefied air already. Oh, if you went – so, yeah, if you think about it, like, I agree because, like, how many guys – what does he want? He's won two MVPs. He's been first-team all-pro. Pro how many times? Him and Jordan uh, are the only two to win yeah, the defensive MVP player. multiple MVPs. And, and him, Elijah, of the year. him, Elijah Wan, and Jordan have won MVP, DPOY, and finals MVP, but Elijah Wan only won one MVP. So Yeah, and he also like has point guard and center numbers. <laughs> like he's insane. That's a thing. So you, but you rather, he has to win. Would you rather have Giannis or KD right now? Giannis, because he's younger. Yeah, that'd be my only reason. I still that's think Katie's so, a better so player hard. right now. Yeah, but. that's what I mean. Like, you're asking me if I take the guy who just won the who just beat KD, like regardless of if the team was hurt. Like, Follow up question for Connor now. If Giannis, okay, if Katie's a better player right now, but Giannis is trying to be top ten, is KD tracking to be top ten? KD might honestly already be top ten. Oh my. He's very, very close. I mean, he's 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 easily a top ten scorer of all time. Um, I it's just like Giannis does some things that you're like, holy shit, I've never seen before. But like, KD is a seven foot pure shooter. Yeah, his skill set might never be replicated. He can also defend. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, is that uh, like the Bucks were what, like half an inch away from not even making the finals. Yes. So, 
basketball is weird because a seven game series you need a lot of breaks you need to stay healthy so who knows if they'll do it again but also i want to applaud chris middleton he got a ton of hate basically his whole career is being like not a superstar and he played uh he played very well this playoffs even when he played bad he hit big shots that's what matters like in game six right there get that big uh like runner two-pointer in the end of the game that was hype yeah, I do feel for CP3. He, uh, he. I don't think he'll get back again. That was no, probably his only shot. Oh, uh, he might leave though and go somewhere else. I mean, yeah, I guess if he joins the Lakers and then, but I don't know. I don't think. I think LeBron's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be typical LeBron next year. But I think he knows that. But he's gonna. Uh, ooh, little yawn there. Um, he's going to get someone on that team um to go with him and ad and it's just going to be business as usual where he picks and chooses 20 minutes out of a 48 minute game to just go crazy so it's just what he's gonna i mean that's what he has to do he's too old now i don't care how much he spends on his body it's just like he's naturally just gonna get more fatigued you saw it this year he was gas in those games yeah and ad needs to figure it out he played horribly this year in my opinion not horribly but compared to where he should be yeah but yeah that's uh i that was that's pretty much yeah i wanted to i also want to shout out Devontae adams being in 99 madden Goated. uh absolutely criminal that julio never reached the 99 madden rating but he's a titan now so we don't care yes yeah, screw him. do you Real think quick. adams resigns or no uh yeah i think so i i even, like, last Friday, it was, like, it was just the fact that I got the update, and I was, just like, screw it, like, screw this, whatever, but what do you think about it? Like, this is the same thing. This is what always happens with them, and um, all it means is, like, when the deadline is closer, it's going to get done, and, like, the Rodgers thing getting done now, and, like, Schefter saying, like, um, it, like, has sparked the fact that Adams is, like, okay, like, I'll consider it now. Do they have more money? Like, it's definitely going to get... He's priority one for them. They've been saying it for a while. I just think, like, they needed the money to do it, so... He's going to be, what, 30? I think he's 28 right now. They'll give him, like... I bet he gets, like, four years, like, 100 mil or something like that. Yeah, he's going to get paid for sure. I didn't... I because the, Hop, the Hopkins deal is ridiculous. Like, he got... And it's not even a real contract. He's, like... He got, like, an extension that, like, put money on top of what the Texans were, like, already giving him. So now it's, like, 27 and a half a year for, like, one year or something. It's, like, right, insane. Right, the Cardinals aren't paying the whole thing. Right? Yeah, it's ins- yeah, it's literally insane. The Texans, I think, like, man. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so for them, I would have said the same thing to him. Be like, dude, like, we're not giving you 27 a year. Like, that is that is sick. You can't win a, a Super Bowl when your receiver is making that much money. Like, also, like, you can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, I guess you could, right? But, like, Connor, is that first-hand experience from the Falcons? Was Julio making 27? No, he's, like, 21. Uh, yeah, I mean, he only made, like, 20. But, I mean, I knew when we when we signed that deal, it was over. Like, you just – there's so many – It's it, and it's not even, like, the stars that you lose out on. It's, like, the O-line depth, like, secondary yeah. depth. And, and yeah. I, I think re- a, a really good receiver makes a huge impact. But at the end of the day, a lot of it you can scheme for. Like, you can scheme Rebay, for schemes receivers to produce at that level. Tony, Green Bay schemes them open. That's why all year I was saying it. Like, look at the, like, the thing with, like, the Bucks too, is, like, none of those guys were getting the bag. Um, like, Evans, I don't think he has, like, a massive contract, if I'm not mistaken. No, they they're, Godwin they're, was still on his rookie deal. Yeah, and they tagged him this year. So yeah, Brown was like two years, eight mil. This is what you need to win. You need guys that aren't just like chasing the money. It seems like that's every year. They got like it's insane. Like the Chiefs too. Like they had Tyreek. I don't think like for some reason I feel like Kelsey's bet, like money isn't that isn't that crazy. I could be way wrong, but just going off the top of my head. No, you're right. And so. The Chiefs were like interesting that they made the people were saying about the Mahomes deal. Like, yeah, even well, Mahomes that's deal, he's making a ton of money, but it's not like crazy where it's. Well, that's the thing, though. They won. 
it's all, it's like that urban legend in the NFL where it's like you have to win when your QB's on a rookie contract, and they did that. Like this before he got the bag, he was still on his rookie deal, and they won. Yeah, Kelsey's only getting four. He signed a four-year extension for fifty-seven mil, which is that's, really that's not actually that bad. that's nothing. Yeah, that guy. Well, see, he also probably knows he can make a lot in endorsements. He probably is. Yeah, yeah, but all those guys getting paid that much can. Yeah. Like, there's a reason they're that good. Yeah. 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 Well, Matt, real quick, I uh, big race this weekend in uh, in Hungary. Ooh, don't yeah, start end, talking F one. Might have to end with the Formula One talk here. Oh um, man, Post I'd race. love to talk about the the Hamilton and uh, what's his name? So yeah, awesome. say first race since uh, the Hamilton Verstappen controversial crash. Uh, Hamilton with an absolutely incredible come from behind win. Um, we were down and out there for a little bit. We were. Uh, we the me and me and Matt here had a, had a one a nice little play on Lewis Hamilton. I actually got him at plus eight hundred live, which was pretty incredible. He's about 15 seconds down with like 20 laps left. Every lap, the last like 10, 11, probably were the fastest lap of the race. I've never seen anything like it. Louis, Lewis Hamilton, really guess much. how much money he's set to make this year? Probably like from, from From what? So he, he he has a base salary and then uh, – Are you are you including endorsements and stuff? Because he's like – No, huge. no, no. It's uh, just salary plus bonus. So just the uh, amount of money he's due to make on the track. Probably like – what John said, four hundred million, dude. <laughs> no, that, that's. I was according including. To Forbes, yeah, according to Forbes, he's <laughs> on pace to make sixty-two mil just on the track. That's insane. Oh, I was thinking you're like putting way more. You're, you're not that far off. Uh, he's probably net worth about four hundred mil. It said he's projected to pull in a collective two hundred eleven million. No. Damn, that's lower than I thought. <laughs> that's still a lot of money for driving a race car dude his net worth is hey, 285 man. when you're the goat that's what happens i mean dude, yeah there's so much money in that sport it's all money the cars are like millions of dollars each. oh it's fascinating it's I like it. inc- if you haven't watched the drive to survive powers you should watch it it's actually it's on insane. my list it's on- so insane like last week you see, you see that brewing from Drive to Survive, like at, like season two. You're gonna start seeing the Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, um, rivalry, and the guy Christian Horner is like the um, forget the, his title, the principal race for something. Red Bull. Yeah, race principal for Red Bull. Absolutely hates Hamilton. He just like, oh, wants he to went beat off. So bad. Oh, he hates him. Yeah, he hates him. Yeah, he's like a he's a, he's a rat though. Like he does one little thing and he goes over and he like tells on people, but it's like. It's kind of cool that he does it in a way. I don't know. He's kind of the man, but so it's, it's, on the it's track, do you do you think it was a dirty move? I saw no. Hamilton has done this move a lot in the past, and it has resulted in some crashes. But I, I guess Verstappen's history is not clean either. They're right? both, they both race really hard. They both race really aggressive. Verstappen's known to be like super dirty. Not dirty, but he, yeah, he races really hard. He'll help. He'll, he'll stick the. Uh, Stick the right right wing in there, dude. He does he does uh does race hard. I just based on the the show and from what I've watched, but it was we were like texting during it. We were like really fired up. It was like I was into it. it was electric, dude. Like the first two laps, they were just like going back and forth, and they crashed. And uh, like we didn't know what the hell was going on because this is like the third race I've watched in my life, and we were just like. Is he gonna get a penalty? And we were like, no way. It was it was all Verstappen. And then he got a penalty. And we were like, oh no, wait. We were totally fucking wrong on this. But the other thing I saw, there's a another guy on Hamilton's team. He races what Mercedes? Yeah, Bo- uh, Botas. There's yeah. another guy on his team that was in second. And I guess when Hamilton got close enough, the principal or whatever just told him to just like let well, him yeah. pass. So that was fair. Hamilton was Hamilton was fucking flying out there. I, I mean, yeah. You got Hamilton. Hamilton was like, so it's weird. Like they do the laps and they can pr- like project where they're gonna finish based on just like the time that he's making up. He had like the lastest or the fastest lap on it's like the track. eleven, like the last eleven laps is insane. And also like he has, it, it's more beneficial for Mercedes if he were to win and then like Botas would come in third or whatever because, um, like for one Hamilton. 
is in the hunt to win the championship versus Verstappen. And then like you get like your team points. So like they had a guy pull first and third. So like it's better than like, having it like second and third per se. If, if Hamilton didn't pass him. Yeah. I just, that would suck to be that guy. Oh, like so, you know, on the verge of winning. Yeah. Dude, they literally show him and drive to survive and he talks about it and he fucking hates his life. Like he's like, I, I'm so sick of not winning. And he like openly says it to like the team people. He's like, he's like done it before apparently where he just like has not listened and has just won the race when he's not supposed to. It's like literally like Talladega nights. Oh yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Formula one's wild, man. Very it's, cutthroat over there. Very cutthroat. They long seasons, like every continent except Antarctica. Um, What's the Grand Prix where they all like go to the yacht right after? Monaco. Like, Monaco. We're going. Yeah, that, We're going one of these years. Sucks. We're gonna be there one of these years. There's a thousand percent chance. Um, can't wait for that. Can you? Matt, who wins this weekend? It's gonna be Lewis, Max, or none of the above. Um, don't be surprised if they just take each other out on the first lap. <laughs> they honestly might. They really might. Um. I don't know enough about it where like, cause like it's weird. Like some people for like the last before last race there was like two before and everyone was like, Oh, Verstappen's going to kill him. Cause like this car, his car is better for the track. And that's exactly what happened. So I don't know. I don't know. Who's, who's the betting favorite. I couldn't find it available yet. Uh, I feel like, I think, I think, I think the goat's going to win, dude. I think he's Lewis. Yeah, dude, I do. I thought, I thought I was thought Verstappen, but something, uh, as we're talking about it, Lewis Hamilton, baby. All right. Motorsports. Uh, it's the Hungry Grand Grand Prix. Yeah. yeah. Verstappen is Verstappen. Uh, the betting favorite. favorite at minus 110. Lewis Hamilton plus 120. And then that Botas guy is plus 1,400. Ooh. Botas might be worth a sprinkle, dude. And then bet one of the favorites. Charles Leclerc. What's he at? He's plus 2,200. He's good, dude. Sergio he's Perez good. is plus sixteen hundred. He's the uh, the fourth favorite. Yeah, he's the uh, other. The other thing about F one, don't they do like a sprint race and then the actual race? Like that was like the first one. Oh, okay. That was like the first one they did. Yeah, we uh, had no what, idea. mass confusion in in uh, main <laughs> text that morning. I, I thought that pissed. I thought that Verstappen won. I thought that was the race. I was like, it's a Saturday. It's kind of weird. Um, turns out it was a sprint. Where the hell that is? Yeah, we had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. Well, Marzula, thank you for joining us. Go right, pack, fellas. go. go hopefully, pack. He shows hey. up. hopefully he shows up. If this ain't our year, then it's never our year, boys. So, Just Let's be thankful you got one, dude. Yeah. Yep. Very, you have no idea. Very thankful. I hold on to it like it was last year and he was 10 years ago. So, One of these days. Tua. Tua soon. Get him on that rookie contract. Take care. Go pack. Take care. Take care, listeners. We'll see you next week. We'll be probably back with Chad, unfortunately. But good week off. A little more baritone in in your lives. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.